Welcome everyone. This is day 10 of uh, 21 days and I just cannot believe we're already halfway through this um, amazing endeavor that I've taken upon myself to find words to convey um, in the most simplest way without complicating things. I just wanted to be able to give a version of what things could look like in order to just narrow down this map and give you some sort of indication that I'm not saying this is easy and I'm not saying this is difficult because easy and difficult again are descriptions. So what I've decided that on this beautiful Saturday afternoon for me, um, I wanted to just wrap this up in a, a video where just to clarify and give you some sort of statements that you can come back to this video and just refer to as a point of reference to then look at things again from a higher perspective and just remind yourself, remind yourself, remind yourself. So um, now that we're halfway through, this would be like the video where you can come back to and reference just these reminders, just keep reminding yourself, reminding yourself. I see someone is online. If they can just give me a thumbs up for the sound, that would be great. I'm not sure when my speaker is working because it seems to be giving an on sign, whether it's on or off. So that would be great. Um, today is Saturday and I understand that people have, um, is that, a, is that a sign that says that it's yes with the sound? Alrighty, thank you. So Saturday feels different, huh? Can you feel that everything that we, we notice and we focus upon has a different feeling? Thank you so much, Neelam. Did I pronounce that correctly? I hope so. Thank you. So what I'd just like to point out that everything you focus on, the focusing mechanism, will give you feedback. Whether you are thinking about the week, like today, Saturday, Saturday, what I believe about Saturday feels, there's a feeling. Saturday has its own unique signature feeling. Everything that you look out, you get feedback on. That's how fast this is actually going. Hello. This is how fast it's actually going. Whatever you focus on, you're getting a feeling. You focus on, you're getting a feeling. But the fact is that because we're always identified in beliefs and thoughts and characteristics, definitions, labels about who we believe to be, we've created this. We have a feeling, also a general feeling and a specific feeling. You can go general or specific about who we believe to be. But you don't notice this because what meditation is so important for, and this is why I always emphasize the only way, the only way, the only way to become familiar with who you really are instead of the self-identity is through meditation. Why? Meditation is that situation in which you are not identified as the character. You are not identified as the painting. It is your moment where you decide that right here, right now, the painting can stay on the wall. 
and it will stay there. It will be there when you come back. But where you really want to become familiar is that space where you are simply aware of being aware. Aware of being aware. That is the only place. And when you become aware of being aware, who you really are becomes more familiar to you. Then you come out of meditation and your frequency changes because as awareness, the frequency is now one-on-one. -on -one. That's why you always feel peaceful in meditation. There are no limitations. Where are limitations? When you come back and out of out of meditation, you now believe to be the painting, now you believe to be this character, and guess what? It is a rule of thumb that every single time you identify yourself as this is who I am, limitation will be there. Where can you find no, limita no limitations as who you really are as awareness? So in meditation is where you can, where you will, and because it is you are always, always, eternally, infinitely present as awareness. Awareness doesn't move. Awareness is always present. Awareness doesn't have a platform. Awareness has no location. It is nowhere. It is everywhere. All at the same time. Awareness is that which allows this character to be seen and each platform to be experienced as individual experiences. So, rule of thumb, no location in meditation, no limitation in meditation. Who you really are in meditation, you will become more and more aware of who you really are. Awareness, aware of awareness. You are awareness. You are that which knows the experience, aware of the experience. The character you believe to be, the painting, this is part of the painting, has limitations, will always have a limitation until you believe to be character. I am character. I am this character. I have a name. I have an ID. I have a passport, I have a gender, I have a, a religion, I have a political view. This is the character, all thought, up. And while you believe to be the character, limitations will perspire, will appear. So, what happens while you're experiencing this limitation? What happens? Desires will come to you. In a moment of least resistance, you will have a peak preview. You will have a short preview of what this situation that you're experiencing right now would look like under a different perspective. What creates limitations? Perspectives. Perspectives, what are they? Beliefs. What are beliefs? Thoughts. Thoughts thought more than one time, thoughts that keep being thought, thought, thought over and over again, are now a belief. What, do, what can a belief do for you? It will give you a perspective, a point of view. Uh, how to label this situation, how to label this experience, how to label this circumstance, how to label these people. How to label, how to label, define and describe, define and describe, label, categorize, judge, condemn. 
That is what the mind is meant to do. That is the tool of the mind. The tool of the mind defines and describes, and you've been doing that about your character as well. You've been defining it. I am good at this. I am not good at this. I am worthy. I am not worthy. I am good enough. I am not good enough. These are descriptions. Descriptions are thoughts, and thoughts described more over and over and over and over again. Beliefs. Beliefs create perspectives. Perspectives allows you to describe your current experience you are having right now. Is that you? No. <clears throat> Who are you? You are that which is aware. Are you aware or are you engrossed inside this identity? This is who I am, experiencing this limitation. So, you have a desire. You have lived out this contrast. This experience is nothing wrong with it. It is nothing wrong with it. It is neutral. It is absolutely neutral. From the eyes of awareness, this is neutral. But your perspective of your character is defining it, limiting in some sort of way. So you have defined it in a moment that you are in the path of least resistance, that you are not so hooked up into this character. You can have a peak preview of what this scenario would look like on another platform, meaning on another vibrational frequency, meaning if you had a different perspective, this is what it would look like. I can't see it. Here, over here, you could see it. But now it's asking you, it's given you a preview. And if you, if you notice, if you become more aware of noticing how you're always feeling because the feeling is the feedback, if you notice how you're feeling, you could become familiar on how the desire feels to you instead of your current perspective. And you can compare, oh, my desire feels like this. My current situation feels like that. In order to have the current situation that feels like that, I am believing this thought and this belief and I believe true this perspective. But in my desire, it feels like this. Which means the perspective I am currently holding isn't the same. What perspective must I let go of? And this is where I've been really excited that every single time I find a perspective, how do you find a perspective that is not supporting my desire, but is supporting my experience right here, meaning it is allowing this experience to be? And someone asked me the question about debts. Is debt an indication? Debt is neutral. It is what it is. It, you can say debt, you can say glass, you can say chair you can say cup of tea it is it is but how you are feeling when you look at debt when you look at cup of tea when you look at chair how do you feel what meaning what perspective what belief or what definitions what labels have you given to debt 
if I define debt, I'm defining it from my perspective. It is neutral. It is like a cup of tea. It is what it is. But if you stand in front of debt and you give it a definition, you have now discovered if you are aware, and this is why meditation is so important that you can become, it's a practice that you are becoming aware of being aware of your thoughts. So when you are in front of debt, when you are in front of whatever scenario and you notice how you feel, oh, it feels off. Or you've got a bill in your post, a bill arrived in your post. Oh, I've got to pay more things. And you feel that negative. So now you found that this neutral thing that awareness sees as neutral. Remember, awareness, who you really are, the point of reference, has no perspectives about everything because it is unconditional love. Unconditional love doesn't have a belief about you that you currently do. That's why it feels off. All right? So every time you have this negative emotion, a negative emotion, this indication, this indication, it is an emotion, a sensation, a frequency, indicating that what you are currently defining as true, source is not defining it as a true. So this is not true. This is really not true. If you didn't believe it, you would be one with your desire right now. But because you believe it is true, you are having the experience of this scenario, of this platform. This is the experience that this belief is now currently holding you on to. So the desire is basically asking you to become, asking you to become a different painting. It asking you to become, becoming. Become this with these perspectives. Become this with these points of views. So then you can feel what the desire feels like. So becoming. Becoming requires you to sacrifice, to give up, to let go, to surrender a perspective. How do you know what perspective to give up? Well, what is currently triggering you? What is currently getting your attention? So you can have a look at situations when people say something and notice what annoys you. Notice what angers you. Notice what you lash out to. Notice what frustrates you. Don't you just love knowing this? I'll give you an example. Um, Marie, I'm going to do one of our examples. So there was a time that uh, Marie asked me for something and I literally forgot. And, um, and it annoyed her that I had forgotten. So it had triggered one of her beliefs that she is not my, um, point of you know importance so there was this slight feeling of i'm not important enough you didn't you didn't remember this and then i got told off so by her telling me off just instigated more of this feeling that um i'm not good enough all right so these beliefs to certain degrees 
it got my attention. It triggered me. So we're now both having this beautiful mirror reflection and we're not in love in there. Okay. We're both focused on our perspectives. Like, so there is no love happening there. So we're feeling the uncomfortability of the situation, which is very evident because the amount of times we've actually triggered each other are in the past six years are so rare. So this was a big deal. So now we're both aware that we're feeling very, very uncomfortable. It is obvious and there's this awareness behind it can see it. But for the love of us, we could not stop ourselves from arguing. I, we were just like watching this. So what transpired by the end of this argument was I had discovered my trigger and she discovered hers. And again, I have this tracking sheet, um, which I'll definitely do a separate video and show you how to fill it out. And you can create one of your own. After that occurred and being aware that it occurred, it was a no longer an issue. We get it now. Our worthiness was never in question. Not being told off, being told off because I'm not good enough doesn't even ring true anymore. But until you don't see it, who needs to see it? You as awareness sees the character in its limitation. You as awareness sees the character in its limitation. You as awareness sees the character in its limitation. You, the painter, now sees clearly the painting. Whereas before, you were the painting, thinking to be the painting, defending yourself by this limitation. And this is the day that I really it pondered, it occurred, it dawned on me how important triggers are. They're not just an annoying moment that Darn, you could have avoided doing that so I didn't have to get pissed off and I didn't get irritated if you would have only just not said those darn words to me, I wouldn't have gone hurt. It just, it doesn't ring true. That scenario happened in the perfect synchronicity for me to realize a perspective that no longer supports me so now I can have that desire. I can fulfill that platform. I can have that experience where now, whatever is occurring, I'm not bumping into the belief I'm not good enough anymore. The door just opened and now there's free flow. I'm not good enough is a door that closes and every time you bump into it, you're going to get hurt. No one's opening. The belief I'm not good enough is a rock. And when you bump into it, it hurts. It is an obstacle. It is a limitation. It is a all created by this character you believe to be. So triggers, and I've put it down for the daily practice number three, take note of your triggers. They are important information. It's an exciting form of information. It's like receiving mail from who? From who you really are. It's the only way it can communicate with you. You have a limitation that is not supporting you right now, darling. That's what it's saying. 
But you can only have this conversation with who you really are. If you keep up the daily practice that I, I recommended yesterday and the day before, meditation, meditation and becoming aware of the feeling you feel when you are in imagination. How do you feel when in, in meditation? Take note, notice, notice how you feel as awareness. Notice how you feel in imagination. How does that image feel to you? And remember, your character is never present in imagination. Your character is never present in meditation. You are not focused there. You are not focused on who you think you are. And if imagination is a struggle, you've brought your character to the party and he's not invited. It's not invited. She's not invited. To an imagination party, you must, you must go as awareness. It is a peak preview of a trailer of another platform. And who you are cannot go there because who you are believes in these limitations, believes in these perspectives, believes in these descriptions and thoughts. It cannot perceive anything at another frequency, darlings. It's bound, it's rooted by this belief. I'm not good enough. I don't have enough. I'm not enough. I'm not important enough. Where did you get those beliefs? Studies? I don't know. Somewhere along the line while you were growing up, our collective, our collective consciousness, our collective consciousness has taught us things that we've never bothered to question. Why? Because mommy and daddy told us. Because our teachers told us. Because it was on the news. Because important men in, in elegant suits told it to us on the news. You, and, it's, and it's okay. But now come to the realization that whether this takes you a week, a month, or even six months, but by practicing every day, and then you are free. You're free, and that is what true abundance is. Freedom to wander as awareness into any character you wish to experience in any now moment. You don't have to live on this platform, I don't have enough for the rest of your life. And you don't have to make anything happen. In fact, I was just watching the interview of Noemi, Noemi? Osaka, and she won the Australian Open. And she is so humble. She's adorable. This young, she's going to be the, she, the number one from tomorrow. I'm a big tennis fan. And as she's delivering her speech, and everyone is telling her how amazing her performance was, just an amazing match that she just, her as her character, the Naomi Osaka, realizes it was not her that accomplished that. It was her focused, awareness focused, to be able to do, because your character never accomplishes anything. You, it doesn't even exist. It is made up by thoughts. But when you're doing things, when you're doing things, you're not thinking about the character because you're in the flow. The character is not present. You're focused at the task in hand that the energy of who you really are as awareness comes through and plays that game. And it plays that game to the degree that your identity is out of the way. 
If your identity is in the way, saying, I am playing this game, well then, you're, you will be playing with that limitation. Get yourself out of the way, allow awareness, allow source, allow unconditional love, allow this fast spinning emotion and vibration to come through, let, let source play the game and get the identity out of the way. So now you're in meditation. That's what meditation is. Meditation is the now moment that you're not identified as this character, as the painting. You don't need to be sitting in yogi position in order to meditate. Last night I was invited to go to a jazz club and there was this gentleman, elderly gentleman, I don't know how old he was he must have been in his late his late 50s maybe 60s and he was and you should have seen him there is no thought that can go that fast oh now tap here oh now tap there this is me doing this there was no identity the man was in utter flow energy just coming through and the sound and the rhythm and the rhythm and the rhythm just Allowed, and all of a sudden I disappeared, this image of me disappeared, and we were one in that rhythm, enjoying it, enjoying it, enjoying it, enjoying it, enjoying it. It's the identity of who you think you are that gets in the way and reminds you of the limitation it thinks it has. To know this clarity is freedom. To know this clarity is abundance. To know this clarity, to know who you really are and be playful with this character without trying to elim eliminate it, exterminate it. This character is playing out roles for you to just expand and have a new desire and expand to another platform. This is what you want, to be the explorer of all the platforms and bringing an awareness into it more and more and more and more. You are not the accomplisher of your desires. You are not the achiever of your desires. You do not achieve. This never achieves anything. This limits and holds still to a perspective in order to have an experience. You are not the achiever of your desires. The person you think to be that gave birth to the desire is not the same character that will experience the desire. I'm going to say that again. The person you currently believe to be that is living out this experience is the character that is birthing the desire. I don't see it, the desire. I want to see it. I don't have enough, I want to have enough. This is the character that birthed the desire. Now the character that actually has and achieves, that lives out the experience, this word achieve also must go, is not the same character. You must change. How do you change? Notice your triggers. How to change? Meditate more. Spend more time noticing how you feel without an identification of who you think you are. Spend more time as, as awareness instead of as this person I am. In meditation, Rafaela Rusiniaga disappears. I no longer focus on that character. 
where do I focus? I focus on noticing. Noticing what? I notice that I'm noticing. I notice, I notice awareness. I'm aware of awareness. Aware, being aware of being aware. To know that I know. Knowing. Knowing is happening. Everything is happening. It's ha happening and there's all becoming. Happening and becoming. There is no achieving. Winning is happening. Winning is happening. Experiencing is happening. So you're experiencing having. You're experiencing loving. You're experiencing this experience. There's no having. This having is an experience. I have this. This is the grand illusion, but it's playful and it's joyful if you see through it as soul sees it. You are not the character. You are not the painting. You are the painter. You are not the mind. The mind is a tool. The mind is a tool that describes, defines, categorizes, criticizes, and judges. You are not the mind. You cannot be the mind. And guess what? The mind has defined and described you. Oh, God, I made such a mistake. I've made such a mistake. Or oh, I've made such a mistake defining this character. Defining this character. I have made such a mistake. I am so sorry. Defining the situation the character was in. I shouldn't have done that. I am mortified. Defining the situation the character was in and now trying to fulfill its worthiness. Oh, please forgive me. Please forgive me. Now worried that if there is no forgiveness from the outside, it cannot stand still in the knowing that it is wrong and it's done something awful. And now there's palpitations. <gasps> there's crying involved. There's begging involved. Please do forgive me. I cannot live with myself until you say you love me again. Can you see that? Descriptions defining. All happening because of an image of a self. Is that who you are? No. I don't have enough. You look at your bank account, you say, I don't have enough. What is it? Mind describing, defining something that is absolutely neutral. But how does it feel? How does it feel about the bank account reminds the character of how it feels about itself. There is no not enoughness that lives out in the world. What the not enoughness that you are perceiving is the belief and the thought about the self. I am not enough. I am not enough. And you're reminded about your not enoughness by your bank account, by how many times you've lost in trading, how many times you have more bills than what's coming in. And it's all an idea. It's not even true. Half of the time it's not even true that it's really true because even as a character, you've got a salary coming in and your expenses, you're not even aware of it. That's why I said, you know what, guys? Or if you want to start well, just find out what your financial free number and you will just blow out of proportions most of these thoughts that have no, no validity at all. I mean, that's a good start. 
notice what you do have coming in and what you have going out and just find out your financial free number meaning what do I really need and do I need to buy half of the crap that I buy why does this character need all of these things you're satisfying a little brat a spoiled child that thinks it needs all of these things it doesn't you are already everything you are the internal infinite eternal source energy you are not this character it doesn't need anything to be more worthy you could buy it everything and this will still not perceive it enough haven't you seen those people that have everything and still do not perceive I'm enough keep sucking everybody's attention on social media look at me look at me validate 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 me there's never enough constant validation it's a character it is the painting We spend way, 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 way too much time as this character. Remember who you are. Become familiar. Become familiar with how it feels when meditating without the character. How do you feel with the character? Out the character, with character. In meditation, as the character. Hmm. You can already feel the constriction. So become familiar introduce meditation in your daily practice every single day this is not a punishment this is your liberation the mind will say Don do I have to stand still and not do anything for an hour you won't even perceive it when you know to notice awareness the mind doesn't is isn't labeling anything anymore it's at rest and if the mind isn't labeling anything anymore, the image of your character cannot come into, into being. It cannot be seen. Oh, this is powerful. I've never said it like this. If your mind isn't labeling, you can't see your character anymore. The painting is out of awareness. The character who you believe to be with a name and everything only comes into being when the mind starts talking. As awareness, the mind isn't talking because you're not focused on defining and describing yourself and you remain as awareness. How does it feel? Notice the feeling. Notice. And in imagination as well, you're currently forgotten who you believe to be and you're just milking this new image that's come to you and that's source allowing you to have a trailer little peek preview of what it looks like in the desired one that this current experience has birthed for you notice how it feels there and then when you are in character notice what triggers you get write those down so today's third daily practice take note of every time you get annoyed you get angry you cry you got hurt you got annoyed you got frustrated you got angry 
angry, frustration, sad, annoyance. Notice the triggers. Notice what hurts. And there'll also be my like milder hurts that you you they might not even feel like oh, you know what that is? It's a pain, but I can tolerate it. I can deal with it. No, no telling. If it doesn't feel fabulous, it doesn't feel good. It's a trigger. If it feels off, if it feels off, like I'd rather say a no than a yes to that. It just feels off. It's like hearing a beautiful song and all of a sudden someone going off tune. That's also a trigger. But so many of us say, oh, I can tolerate that pain. It's all right. That, that can stay. That can stay. It's like identifying a perspective that's no longer supporting you, that if you didn't have it, you would have already moved onto another platform with a different perspective and having a completely different, but you say, no, 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 this one's tolerable. It can stay, but it's not the point whether it can stay because if you can tolerate the pain or not, the fact is that you'll keep looking at the same experience. Why? Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, I get it now. Because your character doesn't like change. Guess why? Why doesn't your character like change? Because it can't imagine anything outside of its parameters of this boundary limitation that it thinks this is it because it cannot define anything. That's why there's this feeling, I am afraid of change because it can't imagine anything when you are in this character, anything different because this is all it's designed to see. That's why you get that feeling, I'm so afraid of change. Well, because you haven't practiced what it feels like. You haven't practiced what it feels like to just get, not be identified in these beliefs and have a good time, a minute or two, five minutes, ten minutes, in this other platform without those beliefs. You haven't allowed yourself that. You don't meditate enough. There is no way that you can carry on having the same experiences if you meditate at least an hour every day where your character is not the main highlight. What becomes the main highlight? Noticing that you notice. Aware of being aware. There is no character, darling. A character is thought into being. A character is a belief of who you think you are. And I must say, this is a beautiful game. It is a beautiful game of experiences that source energy wants to know itself in every single platform and every single kind of experiences and it is it is not linear like the mind thinks it is not trapped in space and time from a source point of view it is no space and time because it has no platform it lives everywhere space and time is because you believe to be here in some place and you have an emotional indication of that place and it's called not enough, fear, anger. That's where you should write it down. That's your address. And what is your full address? Every single belief you have, every single thought you have about yourself. 
is your address because without those beliefs you wouldn't be living on that platform that is your full address where you are and you're having your experience you write down every single belief you hold when you say yes to one thing you're saying no to its opposite mm. I'm sorry, I only saw the questions after I had actually pressed end live video. I don't understand why I don't see any of them from here. I can see that there's comments, but please do forgive me if I'm not, um, you know, addressing any of these uh, questions. The person that asked me about debt, it's I would write it down as a trigger. Write down trigger. I will do a short video on Loom, I've discovered how to use it, I think, um, about um, this awareness tracking sheet that it will help you. I will show you how I've designed mine. You can do it on your own computer. But I would write there, debt triggers me if it does trigger you. And then once you've written down the word debt under trigger, then your next column will be your what emotion do you feel when you look at debt? And just write in, is it fear? Is it frustration? Is it anger? Do you get angry or do you get fearful? What is the emotion? Okay. And then the next column will be, well, what do you currently believe about debt? And just tap in and notice you need to be listening to the mind. The mind, so you direct the mind, what do I believe about debt? Character. And then... Notice what it says. Hear yourself speak. In other words, listen to what the mind is saying. Oh, well, we believe this about debt. It will describe, it will give you the answer because it just cannot wait to describe anything you put your focus on. But then just be there as awareness to hear it. Because that's who you are, the knowing of the thoughts. You are the knowing of the perspective you are the knowing of this character and the more you know you are the knowing awareness starts to be more highlighted in your awareness in your focus so now your focus isn't much on the character it is now directed towards itself so now you become aware of being aware and that is now the freedom where you don't really believe to be this character thought up. So that's in the belief one. You will hear the belief. What do you believe about debt? And probably if I'm really like tapping in, debt has something to do with your self-worth. If I'm in debt, I don't have enough. I'm not enough. Something to that degree. And then once you've heard it and when you hear when you hear the belief that the mind says from the place of awareness something will know the lie in it the 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 inaccuracy of it really i'm not worthy and then the next column is i realize that i my worthiness has got nothing to do with debt money does not describe my worthiness and then the next column is, I release the need, and then you just confirm it. I release the need to believe. 
that my worthiness has anything to do with the amount of money I have, for example. Like that just feels like I'm done. That every time debt comes up, my, my level of worthiness is in question. And then the last column is what what is what is a new belief you'd like to believe? Like what is the most spontaneous now from this perspective, what is what are you describing? What is the new belief? My sense of worthiness has got nothing to do with money. <gasps> Guess what? You're on a new platform. You're there. If and now notice that belief. You've just moved. Every time you look at a trigger, you move instantaneously. That's what happened to Renault yesterday. Now, 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 now. It's all happening now. So daily practice for today. So we've got daily practice number one, insert meditation at least an hour a day every day. Become familiar how it feels like without being identified as your character. Number two, when you find yourself in imagination, notice how you're feeling. In imagination, your character is not welcome to the party. It can't be there. It's a state of meditation, but you're focused on your desire. You're imagining what you prefer. And today, take note of when you get triggered. So if somebody triggers you, notice the trigger. If you can't stop yourself, play it out. Have a go at him. Tell him whatever. You can have your little tantrum. Don't try and stop yourself. Oh, there's a trigger happening here because it's already on the move. All right? So feel it. And if crying happens, watch yourself that you're crying. But then remember to write it down immediately. I got triggered today. How many times? Once, twice, three times? You know, how many times? I come to the point that still to this day, I notice triggers in the sense now they don't feel painful as much. They feel like a tune out of tune, that offness, that offness. And that's where I see that there's always a bigger and a higher and a different perspective from where I'm standing now. And the one that came to me yesterday Whoa, I need to like literally write it down. But I don't want to get off the topic. But you see a different perspective. It had a lot to do with um, different parallel realities all happening at the same time. But anyway, I won't go into that. Um, write them down. Take note of your triggers. Take note of your triggers. I will definitely do a video. I'll probably do, uh, put it up later on today. I'm describing my one, but literally what it is, name your trigger, the emotion you felt when you bumped into it, what you currently believe. I think there's seven columns. I'll write them out all out for you. All right, darlings, if there are no questions, I'm going to go off and enjoy my Saturday. I love you all so very much. I shall see you tomorrow. Enjoy.